Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life podcast. Covering the most essential areas of personal development for ultimate success. Your health, wealth and happiness. Your host, Natalie Bailey, the confident entrepreneur. Natalie is a confidence coach, property developer and bright red-haired fitness fanatic who is going to take you on a journey to confidently create a more inclusive, more successful and fulfilled life. Get listening, take action and unleash your inner confidence. Thank you very much for joining us on the Confidence Master Unlock Your Life podcast. Thank Um, you so much for inviting me. What a a privilege and an honor thank you so much i'm honored to have you we've known each other what like three years four years now probably more than uh natalie actually yeah probably coming to five years i think (laughs) is that long yeah isn't it amazing how quickly time goes amazing amazing Um, saw a uh a memory on facebook today of an event that was a a year ago i was like has it really Mm. been a year it's just absolutely incredible um, Time just flies and when you're having fun. What you've achieved in the past five years has been pretty phenomenal as well. So would you like to tell people a little bit, a little bit about that? About that? Okay. Um, um, you're only started, I think, <laughs> achieve. Sorry? Before I actually dig into you. <laughs> um, I think that my biggest achievement has been recent and it's been getting closer to my kids as a consequence of the lockdown and kind okay. of stepping back and uh, relax and just think of, again about, me, about my big why because sometimes you just get so focused, business focused and forget about your big why. So I think my biggest in the last five years has been just like this with my kids and coming up with um, simple things like we call it the circle of joy yeah. when we all talk about what we're grateful for, we have dinner um uh, each member of the family needs to say three things that we're grateful for and we also do what is called a review of the week what okay. lesson we have learned um and you know that sort of stuff for me is is what his life is about you know quality time uh with the family and you know this is why i worked so hard for the last five years to have that time um so yeah so I, I, think, you, I guess you've enjoyed lockdown <laughs> I did. You know what? I, you know, um, is 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 is. I just got this mindset of like, you can, you know, you you kind of really waste energy and things that you cannot control. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 can't control lockdown, but what can you do about it? Well, I did videos with my daughter with Antonia. You know, she interviewed me. I interviewed her. Yeah. I think people were more interested in what she got to say <laughs> <laughs> than me because she was only nine years old and the stuff that was coming out of her mouth, it was just, wow, I'm so proud, even now. Like the other day, she came up with this, Natalie. You wouldn't believe, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just like a proud mom and dad. She was, she was reading about um, um, uh, um, Buddha and, yeah. you know, and the, and the culture of you know, meditation and Buddha was trains and she was telling me a story. And she came up with this amazing analogy what meditation is about, you know? And I was like, wow, I want to use that. And you're the first person to hear it out of, out of our family. And okay. so she said, I said, look, Antonio, what's, what's meditation for you? And she said, daddy, 
you know when you when you have these um, balloons, yeah. So, um, basically, meditation is when you start blowing a balloon, or you get full of air, or you blow, blow it up. So, meditation is about letting all those thoughts and um, all, all that air come out until the balloon just goes bang. You know, and it's nothing in your head, and you can you can then relax and 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 you know, and that's what it's all about. And I was like, wow, I love that's that. Intuitive. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, has, she, probably. has she read your book by any chance? She's a bit, she's a little bit young for understanding, yeah, all the concepts. So she's only, well, she's only just just turned ten. Yeah. Uh, but she knows about how important it is to us as a family to, um, you know, um, um, you know, appreciate what we have and and give back to all this. Yeah. She watched my videos. You know, I took, when I got to when I went to Colombia with her, just just the two of us, um, I took her to an orphanage and she was quite touched and she still remembered that sort of stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, so I try to give her as many practical you know lessons as I can. Um, she reads books, but it's like, like, not at that level yet. But I'm pretty sure at some point that's was what I did anyway for her to be, to be proud and supply all the concepts that I, uh, you know, um, I wrote in there that is life changing uh, well, for me and for many others. Well, she is old enough, and you know, time flies like that, doesn't it? It's like you yeah, said, we've known each other five years, and it's just gone, and you're like, what? Crazy, so, you know. I want to I want to talk about Colombia and mm -hmm. the, the work you do there because I think sure. it's very very admirable. What made you want to do that? Mm. What made me What made me want to do that? Okay, so this is the thing. I mean, I need to go back a few years yeah. on that. Um, you know, I I was well born in Colombia myself. Probably for for the people that doesn't. As a nomi and as part of your um, part of your network, um, so I was born in a privileged environment. You know, my dad um, had retrained really and did very well for himself, and I had pretty much everything that I needed. So the thing is, you know, South America and and, and Europe are quite different in the sense of the middle class. Obviously, over here is a majority, but in South America, um, it's not like that. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people living in poverty. And in fact, I was reading some statistics the other day, 60%, Natalie, 60, 60 percent of the population in developing countries live in utterly uh, awful conditions. Like, yeah. honestly, cardboard is a luxury for, you know. Oh, wow. Um, it's that's, shocking. That's it's unacceptable. Unacceptable, shocking. And, you know, I just didn't see that when I was a teenager. And until one day, a really good friend of mine um, that unfortunately passed away said to me, like, Jay, can I ask you a personal question? And I was like, yeah, go for it. She said, he said to me, Jay, are you happy? And, and you know, having everything, going to private school, you know, best clothes and stuff. And I, I, had to, I had to think and think and think. And obviously, uh, I wasn't, you know. And the reason being, I was, I was selfish. You know, I was thinking about myself. Um, and and no no one else but myself. And then I thought to myself, well, I need to do something about it. I was about fourteen years old, and ever since I I basically uh, that person challenged me. I've been um, trying to find ways to contribute and give back. And it started all with um, 
uh, like a care home for elderly people that really low income there. So I went there to help and I just feel so fulfilled. I just, I was able to help and contribute to just listen to the people that were there. Um, made me really happy. And ever since I started, you know, be belonging to different organizations to help, I was part of a beautiful community head by a priest that unfortunately passed away as well. One of my really, really good mentors in life. And he set up a, uh, a charity to help homeless people. Yeah. Um, and we managed to build a homeless, like a homeless shelter, like the equivalent of a homeless shelter. Um, doing a lot of activities and honestly it was for me I just I just it was utterly awesome to be able to have another human being um, in that way um, so you know when I came to the UK with just a bag full of dreams nothing actually I just wanted to do it my own way here um, you know um, uh, and then I was able just to build a really good community uh, to have the means to help others then I just decided, you know, one day, uh, Natalie, we were coming back from uh, Silverstone. You know, we took all this stuff, um, AFL, Liam and I took this stuff, all their staff members as a, as a thank you to Silverstone just to celebrate our wins. And I said, guys, we've got to do something about this. You know, we, you know, we got to help all the people that we don't know. So I sent a message, a text message to uh, all of them. I said, guys, I've got a brilliant idea. Let's do a calendar for charity. We raise money. And we Remember send that. it to Colombia, yeah. But actually, before that, um, before Silverstone, I went to Colombia and I got in touch with a really good uh, mentor of mine at the university. He's been always been working with uh, charities. He's been always been involved in helping people to build their own home. Um, and a friend of mine said to me, uh, do you remember Carlos Ariel, Professor Carlos Ariel, you know, he loves that sort of stuff. Why don't you just go and speak to him? So I went to Colombia. I sat down with Carlos and I said, Carlos, I'm, I'm, I'm running a really successful business now. We're doing really well. How can we work together? And he said, he said, Jay, you know, this is music to my ears. I've been working with this organization for a long time now. Yeah. But you know what it's like in these big organizations that money that you donate, you know, like, 80% or 60% goes to management and the rest just goes to the actual people. Yeah. And we both sat, look at each other's eyes and we said, every single penny needs to go to the end user. That's it, yeah. no management, Absolutely. right? And, and, and we said, let's do it. So I said, look, I've got, I've got ways to raise money in, in the UK. You find the family that deserves, you know, um, uh, a, a proper shelter for life. And then we just co uh, cooperate. And, you know, for us in AFL, one of our core values is, um, you know, spend our time as in raising money and also our money to help other people and create a, a challenge, you know, a physical challenge that anyone can take um, part of. So then uh, I kind of, on the way back from Silverstone, just going back to that, I thought, you know, do you know what? I always wanted to do bodybuilding when I was a, a teenager. And yeah. I never had the big boy for it. And and I was like, let's let's do it. Okay, let's do a, a calendar and then we call it Arses for Life. And and that was kind of the, was the beginning. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, it was it was like uh, you know, everyone was just like, I'm, yeah, I'm up for it, yeah, I'm up for it, yeah, I'm up for it. And then yeah, so the first year we raised um 
substantial amount of money. We send the old home. People, I think, at the beginning were apprehensive because the charity is not set up. Uh, it was just set up as, you know, as you expect, you know, the paperwork is paperwork at the end of the day. Yeah. It was purely just based on trust. So when people start seeing all the my Facebook videos, my Facebook posts and stuff, you know, they knew that, you know, they, you know, were genuine, that you definitely, they, every single penny went to the, to the course. And they were, I think they're now more supporting and they understand what we do. So, um, yeah, we, you know, now I think for me personally, being able to help an entire family, yeah. um, you know, to have a better life, that they do deserve because they were really hard, for me, it just makes me utterly happy. Um, so you, you asked me the question why, is is to do with my happiness. I think, um, you know, in order to be happy, it, life is about, you know, it's got to be uh, giving back uh, if you have enough. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my favourite parts of the book, actually, because people often say, oh, hi, how are you? And they mm. never ask, are you happy? And that's why one of the things that I teach with my clients is health, wealth and happiness. Because if mm. you're not looking after things or doing things that make you happy, life isn't going to be fun mm. and life should be enjoyed. And as you say, you know, there's so many p- people out there who need help. And if mm. that helps to make you happy, that's no, there's, that's no bad thing at all. Absolutely. So being able to to give back and to do that and mm. and really really make a difference to people's mm. lives, I think that's the most important thing because there mm. are so many people out there that need help and they won't ask for it. Mm. And Absolutely. they won't. So what? Where? Where are you happiest? Where am I happiest? Do you know what? Is is a really good question, Natalie. And I read a book recently. Um, I'm an avid reader. Yeah. Um, it's called Flow. Okay. I don't know whether you have read that book. If you okay. haven't read it, put it on your list. Is Mihai Chitsit Mihai. And Mihai Chitsit Mihai is um is an amazing amazing book to be in a state of flow. And I guess being in a state of flow is being in a state of happiness. So it's got different components. And and to be honest, you can be happy whatever you like. You know, yeah. you could be happy, you could be in flow watching the dishes. We couldn't be in flow um, listening to a song. You could be in flow just doing exercise. So for me, life is where you make it. Um, and I, I try to be as happy and as, as content as I can everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I must say, where you, yeah. if I had to pick a place, uh, is uh, where the Caribbean, the Pacific, the Amazon, and the Amazon, uh, the Andes, and the um, the Caribbean, the yeah. Pacific, the Andes, and the Amazon meet. Where is that, Natalie? Where I am, Barbados. No, where, where is that place? No, where is that place? Where the Caribbean, the Pacific, the Andes, and the Amazon meet. There's only one place in the world. Do you want a tip? Yeah. you want a clue? Where do now, I come from? Now, now you're making me look stupid. No, 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 no. It's, it's not that easy. Where do I come from? Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, no, there are so many places in, in Colombia. There's a one particular place that if I start describing it to you, you say, Jay, you're lying. But I'm going to describe it to you. Okay. okay. So there's a place 
If you imagine Colombia, Colombia is about 1,240-something thousand square, mile, square kilometers, yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's like the size of the UK um, and some uh, uh, Spain and, 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 and probably and Spain all together, yeah? So it's quite big, okay? Um, but this, so if you imagine Colombia, Colombia is at the top of, of South America. So you go the Andes coming from Argentina all the way up, and they more or less uh, end around Bogota. And then from Bogota all the way up to the north is flat as a pancake. But there's a mountain called Sierra Nevada de Santa Marta, okay? Yeah. That mountain is absolutely stunning, okay? So it's an isolated mountain. Um, is 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 very tall, um, and at the top of the mountain uh, um, is the only place. Actually, is the only place on earth that at the top of the mountain you have snow. You go down, and there is some uh, ruins uh, by the, some uh, um, uh, Aborigines that build that the ruins. They call uh, Tyronas. So it's a it's called Ciudad Perdida. Um, it's like a city, like the lost city, right? That's called yeah. the little Machu Picchu. Yeah. And as you come down, you continue down the, and it's all is basically a natural reserve. Then you have the sea, which is the Caribbean Sea. You're in Barbados, right? So it's seven blues, seven greens, and the place is magical. Honestly, you've got to, in order to get there, it's not a fancy hotel. So you leave your car and then you walk in the middle of the jungle. And you see antitas, you see monkeys, you see papagayos, you see beautiful stuff going through the jungle. And then as soon as you see the sea, it's unreal. It's so beautiful. And there's rocks of, 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 of the size of houses, right? It's absolutely incredible. And then, you know, it's crystal clear water. And then you jump into the sea. And honestly, it's just that place is idyllic. It's like... Beautiful. You need, you need to send me that on a map so I can go there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so is, is partly why you got into property to be able to give back? Good question. Um, I say, I say, yo, I went, I went into property with an open mind uh, to start with. Um, but one of the reasons I went into property was because I always wanted to set up my own, my own thing, my own business. Yeah. Um, and once I knew, when I, I'm quite a driven person, um, everything that I set my mind into, I have so far, I have achieved touch wood. So once I, I, I was into it, well into it, I, I knew that I could, uh, you know, property was a way forward for me. And once I knew that I could teach others yeah. and give back that way, um, it was amazing. But once I, I knew that I could be, give back um, just to property and also do charity, it was like, you know, the, the full magical. Um, circle of life um so yeah so to short answer is yes i i i think that that was um uh, that was the purpose as well you know um, is that what prompted you to write the book that we have behind you what my, what, what what prompted me to write the book oh, yeah okay okay so so basically what what the way well initially when i came to the uk natalie my mindset was completely and utterly different for the mindset that I have now. So I, I had the mindset of finding a job and being the manager of the manager. That was my mindset. Okay. Um, you know, and I was I obviously did an MSc and did got chartership with the ICS, sort of civil engineers to do that. And I was trained. And until someone gave me a book 
that changed my mindset. And it's, you, you know, a lot of people read that book and I took action. That was kind of the catalyst. Um, and, and basically that for me, I don't know whether you're familiar with a concept is called Saturday moment, you know. Do you know what Saturday moment is? No? Saturday moment is when basically there's a time in your life when you pass, your present and your future is aligned, okay? Mm -hmm. You think of everything on all three. And when I wrote that book and I was like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Yeah. I need to do something different, okay? That was the catalyst for me, or that, that book, Reach That, Put That. So when I started doing well in property and, what, and when I felt I had enough information to share, to give back, I wanted a book to for people to do exactly that, create that Saturday moment, but not only change the mindset because the book starts with mindset and then continues with property, but do both. So there was nothing out there, you know, when I started reading about property that had both. And this is what my customer wanted and needed as well, because these several polls, I said, look, what do you want me to write? I want to write a book when I set my money into it. What would you like me to write about? A lot of people was mindset, mindset. Like, okay, I put some mindset in there. And then obviously property. So this is the combination, the amalgamation of those two. Because that's the bit that's missing from a lot is is the mindset and mm. that that belief and having that confidence to know that you can achieve your goals and change your life and get out of the day job. But it's knowing why you want to do that that makes the difference, I think. Mm. Like, there's a lot of people I had a, a, a conversation with a lady the other day and she said that she wanted to make a shitload of money for a certain reason. And then I said, and then what? Mm. And she was like, well, I don't know. I don't, I like, mm. I, I don't know what, what after that, like what, um, so I was like, well, what's the purpose? What's the reason? Why? What's, mm. what's, why? Mm. So she had to then go away and think about her mindset and mm. what she then really wanted. Mm. And I think if you start there, then people can decide what the right strategy for them is going to be. Mm, mm. I think right. like it's, it's good to see that there's being more and more mindset stuff put out there, especially mm. like through through lockdown, depression's gone up, suicide's mm. gone up. People just don't know what to do and they're feeling lost. Mm. So if you mm. control your mindset and do things confidently, that's going to make a massive difference in your life, isn't it? Absolutely. It always starts with the mindset. And, you know, without the mindset, you cannot really get results. You know, you've got to change that. You know, that's how, how, I, start, how I started. And I, I just wanted to put sort of a little steps in there yeah. on how I did it or how I managed to make that switch. Because let's face it, Natalie, it's not easy to go from a paid, comfortable environment to just like utterly different you know it's not easy but if you're persistent mm -hmm. you know if you if you if you have your big why you know uh, and you're passionate you know if you have if you don't take not for an answer you get there it's the yeah. you know this there's, there's no doubt, doubt about it what gives you the confidence to keep going say it again what gives you the confidence to keep going the confidence to keep going um okay so i, I have set my goals really yeah um I, I said, 
goals, quarterly goals. I mean, that's why I released, before I released the property metamorphosis, I released a um, sort of a journal called my IFA journal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I strongly believe that, you know, for us to be, in order to be happy also, we need to have smart goals. So my goals keep me going, you know, whatever it is, I always say this to people, whatever it is, what is a materialistic goal? What is a, you know, a non-materialistic goal? It, it, the goals keeps you going, keeps you alive. So the confidence comes with my goals. Um, um, that that is, is where it comes from. It's as simple as that for me. I, I would agree with that. Like, so it's, it's a similar thing for me, but a goal with a deadline. Because if I haven't got a deadline for my goal, I can quite easily procrastinate and put it off. So that's no, why... No. Like, you know where you did your, your calendar? I booked my photo shoot for my birthday last year mm-hmm. to make sure that I did my training and ate how I was supposed to eat because uh, I had a deadline so that I, I could I could achieve that. And that made me happy uh, because I achieved Absolutely. it. And I saw those photos and I was like, fuck, I look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bam, boom. I love it. <laughs> And um, you think you're doing another calendar? Yeah. Do you know what? Funny enough, um, the other day we went to chat to Liam, and I think he's probably going to be next year. Because honestly, for memories that I have, you know, for AFL, it's just a laugh. It was a great laugh. And all the events, actually, the um, uh, the charity events, the the, the swimathon, the 24-hour cycling. Yeah. Uh, uh, they all they all been in just like beautiful memories for all of us. So I think the calendar is probably next year. So you're the first person to know about it as well. Awesome. So I need to be in even in better better shape than in I was. I've never been in that shape. <laughs> Sorry. In, in even better shape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think like you you touched on bodybuilding, um, and mm-hmm. that's something that has interested me for years and years and I, I wanted to do a stage competition just mm. to see if I could do it and yeah. I had a conversation with, um, with a coach today and mm-hmm. he said you're not the kind of person that's just going to go there for the numbers you would want to go there to win <laughs> I'm like damn right if I'm stepping on that stage I'm winning and mm. that's the way I look at life and that's the way I think about how I do things with confidence is mm. it's not over until I win. Mm. Mm. So in terms of, w- would you ever do a stage competition? Stage competition? Mm. Do you know what? I don't think that, that my sort of, um, uh, my goal of winning is enough. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be charity involved. Yeah, you know something to do with charity. That if I win this, then you know I can just help someone else. Not like myself, I wouldn't. That's why I didn't do it before when I was like in my youth. <laughs> um, but it's, if if you know if, if it's something to do with charity to help other human being, I probably will. But for 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 just for the for me to win in a, a bodybuilding competition, I, I I don't think I would. Um, if I'm honest, I just had an idea. Does that? So, you know, um, before we came on, I was talking about Gold Star Gyms. Mm-hmm. We could do a charity bodybuilding competition retreat style um, charity event. That sounds good to me. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
That would be fun. That would be fun. So we'll have to set that up for when I eventually get my first gym open. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Um, So what... This is this is something that I think about quite a lot. Now we all talk about wanting to help other people. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you want to help other people? Why do I think I, I want to help other people? I feel I feel I feel more used. Um, you know, for here, it's feel more. I think I think I feel more used in line with my purpose in life. What is called meditating in life. Yeah, you know, I want to leave. I want to when I rest in peace. I want this planet to be left in a better, better uh, founder. So by contributing to help other human beings, mm-hmm. uh, that's in line with my purpose. It's in line with my value. So that's the reason. I like that. I think because I, I find that a lot of people they say, "Oh, I want to help other people," but they don't seem to know why. Mm. Other than it makes me feel good, and. Mm. It just because it makes you feel good. That's that doesn't. I don't. I don't think that's a good enough reason to want to help mm. people. It, there has to mm. be something bigger, and wanting to make the world a better place. And certainly, right now, we all need to come together. And you, you know, mm. our message is better together, and mm. really pull together and and help people as much as as we can. And if that does Absolutely. help, help make you happy as well, you you're on to a winner. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree more with that. So, what's your favorite um, chapter in your property metamorphosis book? Mm, so many. <laughs> 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 if I had to pick, oh my god, it's, it's tough. Okay, so the mindset I think is quite cool. It's quite concise. It's kinesthetic. Obviously, you've got to get a pen and and do it yourself. Yeah, uh, right after you read which I think is the best way to learn. Um, you know, some of the chapters, I mean, the, 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 if I say, you know, after that, the, the property economics is good, but the, the play I was king of is great because it's basically creating wealth out of thin air, knowing just if you follow the, the chapter, you know, uh, you can do that too. So then I guess that creates wealth, that creates um, uh, change lives uh, in, you know, um, uh, and and that's the the focus of the book, you know, like metamorphosis of going from a caterpillar to the butterfly. So you can just, you know, it's one of many that, and also that chapter, I guess, is like, you know, I call it the fair, the domino effect. You know, in AFL when I started AFL with Liam and we had our first HMO seven born court, that was the first domino, and it was really small project. That you know, it was only worth 154 grand that we paid for it, but that was the catalyst of all the all the properties and all the developments that we have done so far and it only starts with one yeah so um, that's, that's all you need to, to mm. get started is with one and i think that's some people they get so ahead of themselves thinking oh i need i need 10 units it's like no mm. you just need the first one yeah to get started that's right so that's right. what's um what 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 would you say success means to you okay that's a really good question. I'm going to describe success to you the way I see it. Okay, success for me is having a life that you can't wait to wake up to. I'll let that sink in. <laughs> as simple as that. 
you know, uh-huh. uh, for me is, you know, whether it's a Monday, whether it's a Friday, whether it, whatever the day it is, creating a life that you can wait to wake up to. That's beautiful. Mm. That really is beautiful. So what would your, where are you most confident in your role at AFL? Where? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I obviously, I, I'm a leader. I'm a, I'm a director and, and co-founder. So I think um, leading the ship on, on developments, um, coming out with our outside-the-box solutions. But I say the happiest, as in, in overall, obviously, you know, in AFL, we, we run several companies um, or several SPVs and stuff. But when I feel the most in our life is when I'm on stage teaching. Yeah. Because for me, it's, I mean, there are two, two more honorable jobs for me. One, doctors, nurses, anything to do with health that saves your life. Yeah. Uh, it's the closest to God, right? You know, without health, you can't do anything. Health and the right. second, yeah, and the second are teachers that pass on the book to you and say, look, do it this way. Um, I've done it before. And that's going to change your life for the better. So for me being on stage, when I go, you know, lots of people listen to what I got to say and I'm, I'm passing on that knowledge for them to transform their lives for the better, that's when I feel the happiest and that's when I feel the, the, that my role makes an impact in um, in other people's lives. Yeah, I like that. I, I miss doing that in person so much right now. Like, mm. I absolutely loved doing that and I never thought I would because in school I hate doing presentations. Mm. Yeah, I performed at the Globe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, I'm an enigma, but to being able to do that and having the confidence to stand up in front of people and impart mm. that knowledge and knowing that you're making a difference to people's lives, mm. that is, well, it's life-changing, really. Mm. Um, absolutely. What would be your your top tip for people to be confident in their property journey? Okay, being confident in the property journey. I think what they do need, if if you're just started uh, in property, and I could only agree, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more um, with my book in there, which says hire someone that is ahead of you because this is the thing. So. If you want to be from A to B, you've got two ways. On your own, yep. make a lot of mistakes, okay, um, and possibly lose faith and, 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 and will, or you copy and paste what someone else has done. So it takes you less time. So that's why you hire a mentor. When you hire a mentor that has been there before, uh, that's made the mistakes that you made and they pay for it and then give you shortcuts, you know, it, your work at a different level and a mass rapid. At the end, it's about time, isn't it? Getting from A to B in the last possible time. If you hire yeah. a mentor, it saves you all of that. So that um, made a massive difference in my life as well. You know, we've mm. had you and Liam, we've had others, um, and now we've got you know Alfie and Bradley as well. Um, it's just amazing spending time with the right people. Mm who are going to get you to where you want to be. But I think Mm -hmm. finding the right ones is what is important, building that rapport and Mm. allowing them to kick you up the arse. So like my mastermind, Mm. sometimes they're like, oh, fuck. 
like Natalie's gonna have a go at us this week because we haven't done what we need to do and I'm like but that's on you that's your fault so yeah I'm gonna have a go at you but why didn't you do it you know Absolutely, yeah. Got to be, got to give them, uh, give them accountability and give them the good bollocking, the kick in the backside. Yeah. Sometimes you need that anyway. My mentors kick my backside sometimes, not very often, but they do. But you need that. Sometimes you do because you know because everyone can procrastinate. No one's perfect, and mm. um, we're all human beings. We all make mistakes, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn from them. Absolutely. But I totally agree with get uh, you know mentors make a, a massive difference, and for us, like mum and I, you know, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing without without the mentors that we've had. So, thank you. Absolutely. No, thank you. <laughs> um. So if hold on, I did write something else down here. Um, why did you agree to come on this podcast? Why did I agree to come on this podcast? Because I like you. Thank you. <laughs> and and I thought I, I wanted uh, it was a um, beautiful opportunity, and I thank you for that opportunity to share my powerful message with your audience. They need to hear it. It was important to me, and I'm grateful that you gave me that opportunity. Definitely, I'm 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 grateful that you came on because of like I love what you do with the the, the you know the charity work, the giving back. Mm. There's not enough people in the world that do that. And that's why I wanted to really focus on that and, you know, get people to buy your book. Where can people buy your book? <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, so they, they can go to Amazon now. Is It was the bestseller, actually. Um, you did really uh, well. So yeah, I'm, yeah, it's all organic. So you wouldn't believe this. You know, usually we pay for ads. So my business partner does pay for uh, ads, Google ads and so on. But this time... We didn't, and if if it was sellers were proud of it. Yes, it's Amazon. Um, uh, now I'm doing the uh, audio version of it, and the Kindle version is coming very soon. But I highly recommend getting the printed copy because of the layout. Layout is King Chapter. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't actually describe that in words, and and it's it's life changing. So yeah, yeah definitely Amazon. Awesome. Jay Munoz, Property Metamorphosis, you know, easy. I'm like I was up all night reading it. That's why I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Honestly, like my insomnia is crazy, but it has actually given me time to learn new things. So mm. um, I, I got accredited in a CBT and anxiety practitioner. Um, wow. Just, just through not being able to sleep. So I've used my insomnia quite well and reading your book, um, it didn't make well, me fall asleep. So that's a definite <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Love it. So if you could leave people with one top tip in terms of helping them with them, their confidence, what would it be? Okay, helping them with confidence. All right. I think the, the, one of the key um let's say um elements of for me or personally for me is surround yourself with the right people right so you got to be so picky and 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 choose the influencers or who do you listen to very carefully mm -hmm. um th let's face it that's the reality you know um and if you pick that people right if you pick that people um that are in line with the values. I think um, going back to you were saying earlier about picking the right mentors, 
um, my best advice, and it's in the book as well, is um, to you and your listeners is that when you pick a mentor, think about your value, five core values as a person, um, one by one, and then and 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 see what if you can find the same values and principles in the person that you go, you go, you're going to choose as a mentor, or the people that are around you have the same values and principles, and I think. If you do that very carefully and then you pick the right people around you, that would definitely tremendously help with your confidence, building out your confidence um, long run, I think. Um, So that is one top tip for you, picking up. And this is a beautiful analogy that might might be worth sharing with you listeners as well. Um, I, I read somewhere that life is like a couch prepared by horses. So if you imagine, um, you know, you have five people that are your horses. Um, so if you pick the, a horse that challenges you, if you pick a horse that is uh, positive, if you pick a horse that is always there for you, um, you know, then you walk at a different level. But if you pick a horse that is negative, if you pick a horse that, you know, brings you down, the reality is that you do lose, you don't lose one or by two because you need to carry that weight mm-hmm. so you know for me you know if you have the horses in your life it's tough when there are family members and stuff but stop stop spending time with them yeah and then oh, just hang that. out with the right people like you you know thank you um and and, and then you work at a different level you do work at a different level and like changing your your inner circle, if you like, is going to make all of the difference. Like the, the, the conversations I've had today and yesterday have blown me away, like absolutely blown me away mm-hmm. um, from coming from where we started from being in circles like that makes me think, fuck, I've done something right, mm-hmm. doing the right things. Absolutely. And when you can put yourself in front of people with with confidence, and, and that's why this is about, you know, it's confidence mastery and it's mm. about unlocking your life and being confident in yourself and, and confident enough to know when to say no to people as well. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't you know you, you don't serve me. Someone asked me on um inst- I blocked them on Instagram. They messaged me on Facebook. It's like, why did you block me on, on Instagram? And I was just thinking, because you don't serve me. Like, I, I just, yeah. I don't I don't need you in my life. It's like that negativity, yeah. I don't need it. Absolutely. I mean, you've got a banning off with your subconscious mind, your monkey over your shoulder. Yeah. You know, that, you know, that, <laughs> that listening to negative people, you, I don't have time for it. You know, negative comments and stuff are barely, you know, we get a lot. Um, for what we do, okay? And you barely see me responding to a negative comment. I only done it once or twice because it's not point to waste of energy. In fact, I got a story to tell you, right? Yeah. Um, a really good friend of mine said to me, Jay, you wouldn't believe this. Right? And I was like, what's that? I'm not going to mention names and stuff. But he said, yeah. do you realize that this guy copy your website wording uh, word by word yes, and left word. lessons for life in his website and I was like what you kidding me I was like no no go to give me send me the link and I saw it there and I was like oh god 
So I spoke to Liam and, and Liam said, let me sort it out. I'm like, okay, right, there you do it. And then and then he said to me, well, the guy that told me about it said, why are you going to do it about it, Jay? Are you going to break his legs? <laughs> I said, do you know what? Well, no. You know, what, what I know my answer was, I'm going to run faster. That was it. Why, why would I do it? Why would I waste my energy breaking his legs when I'm kind of spending running faster than him? That's a very good you point, know, actually. So the, the podcast that I did that I didn't record, which I also did today, by the way, um, and had to start again, was about picking your battles. And right. I think actually picking your battles is probably the wrong analogy because when you think battle, you think battle. But mm -hmm. in terms of, do you need to argue with people online? What value does it give you other than mm -hmm. you getting annoyed? So choose your words wisely. Pick your people wisely because some things can't be unheard. Some things can't be unsaid. And some relationships can't be repaired if you're not careful, if you're not, you know, you know, pick pick the battles right. I agree. I agree. And um, agree with that. Be, be confident in what you're saying. If you've mm. got the balls to say it online, mm. don't say it online if you're not going to say it to my face. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And I know I know quite a few people, you know, like they, they mouth off and mm. I'm like, there is no way you'd say that to my face. I know full mm. well you wouldn't say that to my face. Mm, mm, mm. So, you know, keyboard warriors. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've, re I've really, really, really enjoyed this conversation. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, obviously, it's we've okay. said we can find your book on Amazon. Is yeah. there another book in the pipeline? Oh, good question. Oh, my Lord. Um, I probably will. Yeah, do you know what? I, I was talking about flow earlier. Um, the hardest is to start, but once you're in flow, pure yeah. flow, I actually loved it. You know, I put all the hours under the sun, and actually the moon as well, because I used to wake up. I, I used Pomodoro technique to wake up at 4 o'clock. Yeah, and right until about six, seven o'clock in the evening, solidly, just um, you know, uh, just resting, very, very, uh, very methodic. And um, but once I was in flow, I was like, you know what, I love this. So um, yes, definitely, I would be. I would continue with the writing. Uh, I let the, the the people uh, read this one first, give us a chance to read it first. Yeah, and uh, and then depending on the feedback and what they want to need, obviously, you know, I write for people, write on myself. Um, so I see what they need and, and they want, and then I probably yes, I will I will probably continue with it at some point. Um, and you know, and yeah, I I think I, I'm gonna leave this one sink for the time being, and then uh, make that call later. But I'll let you know, and then hopefully we'll have another one of these beautiful interviews soon. And then I can tell other people to buy the next book. <laughs> So Love what we'll, do is we'll put all of the links into the show notes and stuff. Where can people find you and stalk you online? I'm a big fan. Oh. Of, I'm a big fan of online stalking, but not in-person stalking. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I um, I'm on Instagram is J Munoz AFL is my Instagram. Cool. Then I'm on Facebook. Yeah, J Munoz. So J A Y A M U N O Z A F L Alpha. Alpha Foxtrot Lima, 
that's my Instagram. Um, I do a lot of posts, well, not, um, I used to do more now uh, before, but now I do regular posts, regular posts on Instagram or videos and stuff. We share, oh. we share a lot of stuff in there. I got a YouTube channel uh, with Liam Ryan and Assets okay. for Life YouTube channel. We share a lot of information there. Guys, honestly, it's really good quality. All our journeys, all our projects are there. Low wealth of information in YouTube channel. And we also have a Facebook, so Facebook community, Assets for Life a Facebook community. Uh, you know, it's all uh, with the mindset of just helping each other in our journeys in property. And then I also have a Facebook page, so private uh, and public. Jay Munoz, you can find me in Facebook. So I look forward to um, um, finding, um, finding more new friends through your uh, nice stalkers. <laughs> I, will, um, I, I will make sure that's all in the show notes for you as well. And, and thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. Namaste. And Namaste. I, I, I hope that this inspires other people to want to do more and to help other people for the right reasons as well oh thank you thank you thank you for the opportunity natalie i'm very great forever grateful with you and i can't wait to see you in person when you're back from uh sunny barbados to this tropical island um, i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure when that might but we might have to meet in colombia <laughs> yeah you know where tyrona park was the place yeah so you need to I'll send me need to send me send me the details for them and that's where we'll meet because the uk awesome. the uk is fucked basically <laughs> <laughs> anyway awesome. so thank you so much um for being here um like i say i'll put all of the notes in the in the show notes and awesome. anybody wants to buy the book go to amazon and just online stalk jay because he's awesome likewise Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with people you think it will help and stay tuned and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube by searching for Natalie Arabella Bailey and join the Better Together for Confidence and Mindset Facebook community to improve your confidence, network and life.